Stella. Sunny Stella. Running amidst the trees. Who's there? I said as I stood in my head. And nobody answered me. Welcome to a special edition of the Fringeworthy Podcast. In this edition, I talked to Bruce and John about going to see uh, Richard DeHolka's wedding to Melody Natcher. And for those of you living under a rock, uh, Richard DeHolka is the creator of Fringeworthy, and his new bride has been a, a big inspiration to the um, entire Fringeworthy process as of late. So take a listen as we discuss the wedding of our favorite game designer. Bruce? Hey, John. I'm glad to see you got home safely from the wedding. Yep. Yeah, I got home safe. Safe and sound. The wedding we're talking about is Richard Toholka and Melody Natcher's wedding up in, uh, in at Confusion in Michigan just this past weekend. Yep. Well, actually, now she's Melody Toholka. So she didn't keep her original name, did she? No, no. Didn't, didn't you hear the priest say that? You know, Mr. and Mrs. Toholka. Well, he can say whatever he wants to. What matters is what's is actually on those certificates. Actually, it was a she, so yeah. <laughs> so did you guys have a good time up there? Oh, uh, yeah. It, it was great. I actually got to run a Fringeworthy adventure for uh, John and also for uh, Robert Pulaski, who's otherwise known as Trav. Uh, Robert Pulaski is well-known inside the uh, TriTech community as one of the guys who really helped push out the Bureau 13 D20 uh, edition. Yeah. And don't forget your son, too, Eric. It was nice seeing him again. He's grown since I last saw him. Well, er- Eric is 13 years old, and uh, he is a, totally a teenager. So he's um, a, a welcome addition to, to our table, as he has been since he's been about five years old. And uh, he's definitely uh, stepped up his game since he became a teenager. And I've been, I'm very proud of his skills that are beginning to develop in, in Fringeworthy and other role-playing games. Yeah, and it was great because uh, Travis, uh, Trav, not Travis, sorry, Trav, Trav and Eric played Lord Viscount Ter- Greystoke and his helpful manservant, Cosgrove Shropshire. It, it wasn't an IDET team going on the expedition. It was a Her Majesty's uh, trans uh, Her Majesty's Transetheric Exploration Service. That's right, Tays. Well, we always refer to this as the Humpties. Oh, yeah, Humpties. I got to play Slarg. You got food? You got food? No food? Okay, no good to you. And they got to uh, go in my uh, adventure where they, they're in uh, 15th century Spain trying to shed the terrible designation of being possible demons by traveling to Rome and getting the pontiff to actually give him them his support and therefore you know, uh, take that terrible, nasty uh, stain off of their reputation. And along the way, there are monsters and there are uh, conniving clerics and there's all kinds of trouble. Uh, not to mention a whole bunch of little gray bulldog-type creatures with lots of big teeth. 
<laughs> so, uh, did you get to game with Richard at all? No, Richard was so totally busy. Uh, first of all, he was the uh, person in charge of the Huckster Room at Confusion. And then, of course, he's also trying to set up his own wedding. Right. So okay. he was really well over what he needed. And, and everything came together in a huge flurry of activity and last-minute changes and things like that. And it was very, it was very wonderful. It was very, very touching. Yes, the wedding went off without a hitch. And the best part of the whole thing was the wedding cake. John, why don't you tell them about the wedding cake? Oh, it was beautiful. It was one, two, three, four layers tall. And on top it had the bride and groom. Uh, the bride and groom were, was a vampire. And I looked, looked like a Frankenstein's bride. And there were little gray aliens everywhere underneath the top layer. And there's a, there was a flying saucer crashed into the side of the cake. Which is why they were little green aliens all over the cake. They were they were escaping their their crash spaceship. Also for decorations, there were these little flying saucers with glowing beams and trying to abduct cows from various fields. It was really a very clever idea because what he had is he had a flying saucer with a light inside of it, and he took a water glass and turned it upside down over top of a cow sitting on top of a mirror, and that reflected the light all over the inside of the glass, so it really looked like the cow was in a beam of some kind of uh, levitation device. It was very nice. I'm going to have to use a bunch of those things for my Halloween decorations next year. Because that was a great idea. And Bruce and I were part of a uh, of a saber arch when they left the uh, the altar. Was it a lightsaber arch or was it? No, just actually, sort. In fact, if I had known ahead of time, we would have actually brought the family sword. I, my dad served in World War II and came back with a NCO's uh, sword, so I would use that. It probably would have been the only real sword in the arch too. Most of these swords had basket hilts and they had really good, you know, things for trapping other blades and disarming. So they were impressive looking no matter how real or unreal they were. And so at the proper time, all six of us raised our swords and created an arch and the bride and groom had to leave, which is a hard task because not many people realize this, that Richard's a very tall guy and Melody is just as big as Richard is, though, of course, they've ever feminine version. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was surprised to see that Melody was almost as tall as Richard, and Richard's easily over six foot. We had to hold those swords high. <laughs> yep, and they marched down the aisle to the tunes of the Adams Family. Yes, as they left, they, they, the, the recessional was to the Adams Family theme song. That sounds like a good time. That's, that's pretty awesome. Well, yeah, and also, before they came in, they actually played uh, When I'm 64 by the Beatles, and everyone was singing to that. Yes, it was, uh, Will You Still Feed Me, Will You Still Need Me, When I'm 64. Right. And everybody came in on the refrain. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. So it was it was great. I'm sorry everybody couldn't be there, and I'm sorry they didn't set it up for streaming video uh, like Sean Fannin did for his wedding. Because I'm sure there's lots of people out there who uh, would have enjoyed that. But maybe we'll be able to put together enough video that we can make it available. Because we've got lots of space on our account right now. So we might be able to at least make some kind of a video presentation so you all can, can see Richard and Melody in one of the happiest moments of their life. Well, that's it, folks. It sounds like they had a great time and it was a great event. wish I had been there. That is all for now. And we'll see you next time. This has been an impromptu special event from the Frenchworthy Podcast. See ya.